the morning morning puja and puja is the occasion mm. it's entering a, a different mode it goes to this sense of even doing the same thing over and over again every day and recognizing this uh, these words, these sounds, these qualities, these actions have been going on for thousands of years and uh, all kinds of people. So it's taken an occasion to come out of the time boundary, the time frame. Mm. You know, what day it is, what year it is, how long, what day of the retreat it is, how much more time one has left and how long it takes to get anywhere and how fast I'm progressing and how slow my realizations are now, you know, (laughs) pressed forward and yet stuck kind of senses. This is a time, time experience. Um, There's no liberation in time. It's called a calico, timeless. So, this I can't you know, understand this time experience, and you know, this is powerful construction established in our minds, in our brains. It comes a program, operates in our nervous system, generates a sense of pressure, too slow, too fast, something's dragging me back, something's pushing me forward, I can't go forward fast enough, how much more have I got before, this kind of thing, and yeah, there's a sense of urgency that's required, but the real urgency is to come out of this death trap, and uh, the heart can do this. Thinking mind is structured, deals with structures. It has certain value in having structures, but many of these structures are implanted um, by the society, the culture, and very much one of get on, pressure, time, get done by, fast enough, progress this kind of thing, this is just so dripped in hour after hour, day after day, year after year, that you just get, your nervous system gets set to that experience. This is not self. This is a setting that we've been set to. Like we plugged us into this particular um, time frame. Many cultures didn't have this time. It was just time was a a gently repeating circle. Didn't move forward. Mm. Uh, different way of experiencing the process of change, which is true. Things are changing. Where's the pressure? Where's the resistance? Where's the dragging back? Where's the pushing forward? Things are changing. Who needs to have an engine on it? <laughs> you know, it's a mechanized time. Occasional puja, we 
go to our knees, bow our heads, uh, presence of the Blessed One. Mm. All the time, space to receive us. <coughs> this is the uh, the mode to use in puja. Because it is uh, uh, an occasion, a cultivation that is helps to unplug and to enter into heart. And so the tonalities of it are heartful. Blessed one who attained liberation still had compassion, uh, still reaching out endlessly to take us in. This is the the felt sense, the felt meaning. Mm. Bestower, one who bestows the Bhagawan. And many, many tonal qualities, which, you, you know, you can interpret them literally. I think the historical Buddha pretty much walked his talk, <laughs> as far as I can make out what we understand. But right now, you know, now, bring up that felt sense, that heart meaning, Because, you know, it's as real as anything else is. You bring up the heart meaning of what am I going to do, how long is this going to take, what am I going to get, that's another puja. (laughs) 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 Which one pays homage to (laughs) on a daily basis. (laughs) And taking those tones, (laughs) you know, how are they? You know, pretty painful and destructive, aren't they? Spirit, chitta is not not bound in time. It gets structured into time, but this is why, you know, you can experience, you're still dealing with stuff that's that's been there for 20, 30 years. Chitta doesn't move in time. It's just there with these modes of experience flowing through it and programmed in, so they keep reiterating, don't they? Chitta doesn't move in time, time moves through it and programs and patterns and potencies keep arising within that. So there's no moving forward for the chitta. There is opening and there's contracting. Uh, there's disengaging and engaging. Yeah, that's true. And there's skillful and unskillful. This is true. Mm-hmm. So we contemplate these things at this heart level, 
so sense just how stressed the heart is, how closed, how fractured, how much the sense of unworthy, can't make it, you know, such a common disease. And performance, another huge um, piece of conditioning is saturated and what that does to the heart the straining it's not you know a sense of exclusion being excluded not being good enough what that does and how this this experience this conditioning so puja we are included and you know that's just, that's just some words isn't it but mm, how is one included because one opens Bows, you know, doesn't give up, just in, accepted. One of the more um, telling uh, instances uh, when uh, yeah, Buddha's uh, attendant disciple Ananda was saying to the to the Buddha, you know, was so and so who's passed away? Was where was she at? Was she a stream intro? Or? And the Buddha, yep. What about so and so? Was he a stream interested? Mm, yep. Mm -hmm. So Nanda kept asking the Buddha when people passed away where they were at. And the Buddha said, Look, Nanda, could you please stop pestering me with these questions? It's, it's irksome. All you, you know, if, if someone has taken refuge in the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, I'll tell you, look, a being who's taken refuge, completely taken refuge in the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, keeps the five precepts. If there were a tree, they'd be stream entra. <laughs> you know, that's the pass mark for <laughs> awakening. Mm. And they say this is this is the major thing. Is the the stream entra. This is the major thing because then the the sense of faith. It's no longer tentative, it's established. That door is now wedged open and you're just dealing with the residues and the, the slips and the fallbacks and the missing a point and losing it and picking it up again and clearing and understanding, but the door is open. Mm. So how is that, taking refuge? 
chanting a few words. Not really. Uh, it's that occasion when we, you know, heart, which is not a person, never was a person. Mm. Mm. Heart is touched, heart wakens, heart opens <coughs> to these qualities. And it's aching to be open. And that aching is something that then we close around. We don't want to have that aching. So we close around it and try to do something to make it go away. You know, or think something wrong because it's aching and hurting or closed. But that aching is, is something trying to <laughs> open out, not trying to close down. Uh, so you know, reaction to that discomfort. That's the place where you kind of rest on that. This is where, of course, the whole process of metta, uh, karuna, compassion, uh, and why we chant. And a sense of what tonality, chanting, offering, opening to, may all beings, near and far, great and small, liked and disliked, may they all, that quality, that tone, that gesture of heart. And the more we can, you know, potentize and sing and feel the tone of that, it's not a verbal instruction. You have to use words to communicate it, but it's a it's an induction initiation into a tonal process. And so it's something to you know, just if you understand uh, frame it rightly and then where to practice from, where to listen from, where to bring the, s- the, the suffering, the stress as you begin to name it. You know, name it not just as an idea, but name it as there's that pressure, there's that push, there's that feeling small or desperation or wavering quality. These are, these are the heart's signals of its pain. We bring those right back and open to it. There is no other way out of suffering. It will not end in the future. Your personality will probably always be a bit weird. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> this is uh, happening on, an, on another level. And we just have to be very grand about this cranky being that we've been conditioned into.
certainly for the, you know, if we reflect on the historical Buddha, there was all kinds of wackos and <laughs> uh, <laughs> who took refuge and uh, you know, bandits and grandmothers and desperate people and bereaved and widows and you know Brahmins and kings and a whole lot. That was the that was the richness of the this you know, they weren't all nice, tidy, effective, efficient people. But uh, we all have heart, whatever the personality, uh, and it's all all those hearts are really needing to be touched and opened, and we generate that, that facility so that as you become, you know, you get it learns that there is the possibility that it could open to your own suffering and not make a person out of it. And this then is the, the entry. <coughs> 